Peter must have felt very awkward as he saw the charcoal fire that Jesus had prepared. After they caught a large number of fish, St. John tells us in the Gospel that when the disciples climbed out on shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish and bread on it and Jesus standing near the fire. Now, it's possible that as Peter saw that charcoal fire, he might have bowed his head in shame as he approached the Lord. Why? Why would a charcoal fire have made Peter feel awkward, maybe even shameful? Well, think about it. When was the last time that we saw Peter around a charcoal fire? Each year at Palm Sunday Mass, and then again at the Good Friday Liturgy, we have the tradition of reading the Passion narrative, the suffering and death of Jesus. And in that account, we see Peter warming himself by a charcoal fire. And it's there, by that charcoal fire, that Peter denies Jesus three times. And so now there is another charcoal fire, and Jesus is standing there waiting for Peter and the disciples. And it's by this charcoal fire where Jesus asks Peter three times, Simon, son of John, do you love me? So why does Jesus ask Peter this question three times? Because here, by this charcoal fire, a similar charcoal fire to the one where Peter denied Jesus three times, Jesus allows Peter to make a triple profession of his love for Jesus to amend for his triple denial of Jesus. It's a scene that should touch us very deeply. But let's notice what Jesus doesn't do. Jesus doesn't ask Peter three times, Simon, son of John, are you truly sorry for denying me? So he doesn't try to shame Peter, doesn't try to guilt him. No, he invites Peter to profess his love for Jesus because Ultimately, it's love for Jesus that will lead Peter to become the great saint. It's love for Jesus that will be the driving force in Peter's life, the force that will lead him to preach Jesus to countless people, the force that will ultimately lead Peter to be martyred for Jesus, to give his life for Jesus, as tradition tells us, being crucified upside down because he did not feel worthy to die the same way that Jesus died. And so you see, my brothers and sisters, what must be at the heart of our Christian life, what must be at the heart of our relationship with the Lord, is love for Jesus. I think too many of us oftentimes can fall into the trap of minimizing our Christian 
life to obligation. And in that way, our faith becomes very legalistic, cold. Why do I go to Mass? Well, I'm supposed to go to Mass to be a good Catholic. That's what I'm supposed to do. Why do I say my prayers? Well, I'm supposed to say prayers. That's what I'm supposed to do if I'm Christian. But the real reason why I should go to Mass, the reason why I should pray, the reason why I should strive to serve others in my daily life is because Jesus asks me and he asks all of us the same question that he asks Peter. Do you love me? Do you love me? It's love for Jesus, then, that should be the driving force of our lives, as it was for Peter, as it was for the first apostles, as it was for the early Christians, as it was and it has been for all the saints throughout the history of the church. St. Paul, in his second letter to the Corinthians, wrote, the love of Christ compels us. Without love for Jesus, in our hearts, in our lives, our Christian life is cold, legalistic, solely focused on the externals of our religion and nothing more. But when we love Jesus, We are driven by an interior desire to love him more, to know him more, to serve him more. And so then we come to Mass because we love Jesus. We want to go to Mass because we love him. And so we want to grow in closeness with him, in our friendship with him. We pray every day. Why? Because we love Jesus. We want to love him more. We want to get to know him more. We want to become more familiar with him. We serve others in our daily life. Why? Because we love Jesus. We want to share Jesus with others. We want to point people to the way to true happiness, which is love for Jesus and knowing his love for us. The love of Christ should compel us, as it did St. Paul and as it did St. Peter, and all the saints throughout the history of the church. You know, as Peter stood by that charcoal fire, he might have first felt shame. But Jesus renews him at that moment. He renews him with his love, with the love of Jesus. He doesn't focus Peter on his sin. He doesn't focus Peter on his guilt. He doesn't try to shame him. Rather, he focuses Peter on love which is the sure path to Jesus, the sure path to holiness. If we want to move beyond the mere external practices of our faith, if we want to live a Christian life beyond legalism, then we need to ask the Lord each and every day for the grace to love him more, to know him more, to serve him more. In this Mass, as we receive communion today, we can pray the same words that Jesus, that Peter said to Jesus, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And then we probably will have to add a qualifier. Lord, 
You know that I love you, but I don't love you enough. Help me to love you more each day. Help me to love you more and more and more each moment, each day, until the final breath of my life.